0: Looking for a retirement hobby? Fears. What holds you back? And what are you watching? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. (laughs) You're a dick.
1: That whole time when you're doing the I, intro, I was pantomiming what you were doing, but you're not looking at me. You're so focused. You're I tried not to focus. look at you. That's how I you fucked up the first time. You should not look at me. No, but don't look at me. Don't look at me,
0: kids. <laughs> look away. <laughs> that was my favorite scene in Bridesmaids when when uh, Melissa away. McCarthy's shitting up the sink <laughs> and she yells, "Look away!" <laughs> oh my god, that was my favorite
1: that movie. Can you? Is that one you can watch over and over again? I can't. Over and over and I over. Can't. why? Because you're uncomfortable. Yeah, just a sad. I, I, I clue in to the sadness too much. I just get all hung up in the story of this is mean, this, in the Charlie Brown sense. The jokes are hilarious. I mean, beyond. I love that crazy. She'll have a seven and seven. You'll like it. It's sweet. Whoever that one is with the, she's like, they're all the sheets in my house are hard.
0: Like whoever that weird, well, <laughs> this, that's the McClendon Cubby, like the w- Wendy. Oh, I'm Mc- not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna know her name. I know her from like she's a cop fra- show where she wears two short shorts. She's a hilarious comedian, but I don't know what she is in that. No, 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 the blonde um, mother who's like, we're going to Vegas because I need this.
0: Yeah, Wendy McClendon Cubby. M- mm-hmm. She's got three names. She's on the Goldbergs. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Brian made me watch that show. She's got curly hair
1: on the Goldbergs. She was cute on that. And she won't let her daughter go to college. Yeah, she's very funny. I think she's ha 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 ha. Anyway, the whole thing's great. Very funny, but I can't. It's too sad. Makes me sad. The whole thing, the boyfriend thing, everything has this sadness in it. It's like watching a kid's movie back in the days when we would watch the little kid's movies. And you knew one from Brad Bird was always going to suck. Because Brad Bird has always got this undercurrent of life is a horrible living hell with moments of perky brightness. I'm like, no, that's not a kid's movie, Brad. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right? It's always like they've got to work in some real angle where the realness is like you
0: grew up with a knife in your heart. No, yes, Brad. Yes, but no. for Bridesmaids, which I believe is a masterpiece. <laughs> um... <laughs> so and shut I'll... your fucking face. And okay. I'll argue it. Well, bring like if. If you look at Kristen Wiig's relationship with the with John Ham with the n- wild narcissist that the, she Oh, finished, oh, fuck buddy. Yes. Her, her fuck buddy, exactly. If That's you look awful. at that relationship, I think that at some point in all women's lives, we didn't value ourselves enough and we had a relationship where somebody else ran that tape. Look, Amy, not everybody else in that listens in earshot has been dating the same human for their entire life. I know that some of us have been in the world and undervalued, if not not valued or uh, unval- hmm. having no value. Um, and that relationship was like, oh, it, it stung somewhere, and and to get out of it, or to or to see how she compensates or, or makes comments that make it okay to be treated in a way that is clearly not okay. Some of those things as women we've experienced and to to see the coming out on the right side and the light and, and it turning out okay and saying, no, I am not going to be with you and invent a Brady Bunch name of Richard Glass is the person taking me to the party or whatever there are parts of it oh oh my god and if you've ever listened to an episode of this show you know that the scene where everyone shits their pants is clearly my favorite row of scenes like it's just it's it's I mean it's perfect it's absolutely perfect well I got
1: something's got to be said for I'm doing it it's happening She's doing it. I'm shit. It. I'm shit in the street. Not in just, the dress.
0: Not in the. Why do we even ha- know the name of the designer? It's happening. It's <laughs>
1: happening. And she just sits. In the the <laughs> <laughs> that's written by someone who actually has shit their pants. You got yes! that? That's got some verisimilitude <laughs> to it. Absolutely. There's so much to it, but it's interesting that you clue into the idea that you want to watch her going through something that. You even identify more clearly with how painful it is. I look at it and I think, that fucking is horrible. Even when you met, that wasn't the piece that I clued in on. I was thinking about the relationship that she's actively in with the cop, the somehow Irish cop comedian guy who, (laughs) I'm like, that works. Okay, what? (laughs) So anyway, yeah, and he tries to do something really nice and it touches, it touches like a weird memory for her and the whole thing gets fucked up. And I'm like, this is so awful and so real. Why would I want that? Yeah. But it's funny that you look at the one that's even worse that I've like blocked out this notion of, "Eh, okay, I'll do this with you and know that I have, that it's totally degrading for both of us. (laughs) So, and to look at it and think, oh, but it's a, it's a victory story because she moves beyond it or she makes it okay. And I'm like, okay. I love yeah, it and I'm like I just glue into the sadness of it. I don't clue, I'm sure there's a victory. Like I don't look at the movie and clue into all the jokes and how hilarious it is. I look at that terrible in air quotes best friend figure who's Australian. It's like where's the Americans gang?
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forget her name. I love her too. Joyce? Is her name Joyce? Absolutely not. So Joyce is there with the blonde hair <laughs> and she gives everybody puppies and lemonade and it's very tart. It's very fresh. So she's got all the things working, but she's not a friend. And her whole life is a disaster. Put a quarter in the swear jar. It's like, fuck you, Helen. Helen! (laughs) That's her character name. I meant, what's her real name? I think her real name is Joyce. She also, I haven't seen the one where she plays with that pickle lover. Tiffany Haddish, who they have, they're they're dangling somebody over the edge of a uh, uh, barricade. Why can't I think balustrade at a mall? and they're trying to kill somebody, and then they almost drop them. This is a movie I have to see. That has nothing to do with the plot. But I'm like, those two look like I could watch them for a little bit. What are they doing in that movie? It's called, oh, and and somehow, um, somehow the woman who loves all the puppies is their boss, but she's a jerk boss. Her name is... I am the greatest and I wrote that movie with Melissa McCarthy. No, 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 no. She's, um, she's beautiful and she loves dogs and she's married to some really big deal. I think he's either an artist or an architect or something like this. And she wrote that movie with Edward Norton about, um, uh, I'm not giving any of the good references. She was in Desperado and he fixes her skirt when he tries to pick her up. She's got big tits. How can I help you? Dark hair.
0: I have no idea who you're talking about. And I hope by the I end talk, of this I, show. She
1: talks with a very thick accent. Her name is, she's Latin. Her name is, uh, she, her name is uh, you look don't know you, if I'm fucking Desperado with Antonio Banderas. Come on. Look, I'll be here. You need to shut up and figure out who this is because everyone is screaming in their car or in their porch, as the quarantine may be, to tell the name of, I know exactly who this is. And I saw her with the puppies on Jimmy Fallon. She sat in a Lazy Boy covered with puppies.
0: Speaking of,
1: you're terrible.
0: Porch or car, Amy? You are the largest advocate I know. I'm assuming you're going to Google this at some point, so you can. No, I don't that. do. I don't do
1: two things at once. If you're thinking if I'm trying to figure out her name, go.
0: Um, I know you're the biggest advocate of stay home. Well, I'm a pretty big one. I don't know if I'm the biggest. Um, did you get in a car this week? I did. I did. <laughs>
1: I super did. <laughs>
0: Which Did it feel crazy. good and do you feel the need to do it again and
1: again? <laughs> I don't. I'm not that person. I'm actually a little scared skilled when I get into these yeah, situations. I'm still, I'm so, it, it's a very different setup. Uh, gotten a, Once a week, my husband and I, twice now, we've had two weeks of doing this. We've gone together on an errand, which prior to this, you know, global event, I would have said, what the fuck, get
0: away from now. Right? We have it on podcasts that you have said, who are these people, yes, these yes, couples yes, that go yes, food shopping together? Yes. And I said, Stuart and I sometimes go food They're shopping together. They're fucking psychopaths. They're fucking that's, psychopaths. Well, that's exactly the what you said.
1: script has been flipped, gang. Well, no, it's this idea of I don't, I'm not going because I want to go somewhere. It's not about that. I'm not itching to be in the car. Even in prior weeks. When we had an errand to go on, I wouldn't go. It's not like I'm so itching to go somewhere that I use this as the as the excuse to get in the car, as the excuse to go see somebody. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm I'm happy. I don't, I don't need. When you remove the emotion of it, it's like no, I don't need to go and be with other people. I'm doing just fine like this. Thank you. So, last week we decided he was running an errand where he wasn't actually going to go in anywhere. They were going to put things in the trunk. They were going to do this. So I popped in the car with him. I put on my uh, Oh, we went to a different place to buy meat. So we drove out of town and, and waited in a little line and they let us in. They only let two people in the store at one time and were a couple. So we got the store to ourselves and that's how it works. And we wore glasses and we wore masks and the whole thing and you know, it was it was kind of like a little adventure to because well, we were in the car for half an hour, you know, because you're driving somewhere this weekend. We did it again and there were more people and we met people in line commenting on the clothes that we were wearing because, of course, he's always wearing logoed information. Hey, you Michigan. I'm from this. I like that sports team, sports, sports, sports wearing a sports logo about the kids. All our kids play lacrosse. He was playing wearing um Track pants that have the logo of the lacrosse league on them. Oh, I'm one of the coaches in that league. You look familiar. So the 15 minutes in line was very like yippy 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 yippee. We go all around, go to the farmer's market. They're selling all this weird food. Got some weird food, you know, supporting this culture, that culture. It's all great. Come home. It was wonderful.
0: Lovely. So, you know, I have that one, that one outing. Yes. Same as you. But I go to the Amish market. It's great. Today... Ethan's working.
1: What? Yeah. Are you okay with that? I, I guess you are because he's at work. I get yes. that. No, that means you are
0: because he's at work. Because if you wouldn't,
1: he wouldn't be there.
0: That's I, how it that works. I should put my foot down and say no. So his boss wrote and said, you know, it's Mother's Day. Can you help out? He works at a bakery, which is, this is one of their, this and Easter We're like their busiest. So For
1: sure, for sure. Yeah, crazy.
0: So he went in with his mask he wears gloves at work anyway and i'm pretty confident that they're he's just bringing things out to, he is the trunk boy that you had when you and, and Bry Guy went out on your trip he's going to be just sticking stuff in people's trunks don't take that the wrong way hey hey
1: you <laughs> that's why i said you know it
0: what so I'm I think that's like, fine. I think I'm that's fine. I'm kind of queasy at the thought of it. I do like the idea that he's working and not spending all of his time, you know, killing people on Call of Duty. But he has a, an AP exam coming up. So we've been studying for that. Yay! Because you know how much all that shit counts these days.
1: Well, I think it's okay he, that that he is
0: outside, right? I think if, I love if, that he's outside. If,
1: if he is actually the carrier yeah mm-hmm. if he's the courier carrier if he's really just shuttling from this to that and opening a trunk he's not really engaging with anybody else he is performing a service he's helping this small business he's outside where the contamination risk is lowest and he's wearing a mask I think that's all okay if he was what I don't like is on these few outings nobody wears masks who work what? there the people who work there don't don't wear masks wait Every- at the shops you went to At the farmer's market, in the outdoor farmer's market, everyone in the stalls was wearing some kind of a a cover. Okay. In, In the, when you go to the restaurant turned butcher, right, when you go to the, we are a farm that, you know, used to sell, Only to restaurants now will sell to you in smaller portions. All of these people who have like turned when you go to the bakery that just opened the week before the quarantine started. None of all three of those. I've been to all three of these. Do not wear masks behind the counter.
0: Can you give me the psychology behind not doing what is recommended, if not required of you by scientists, by the government, but can you give me the psychology? I, I behind don't that?
1: know. And here's where I go with it because I look at it and I think we're all in there swathed up, coming in and out. But I gotta believe I've made this up for myself that they think it would communicate things are less safe if they're if they're touching all the food. Some of them don't even wear gloves, no gloves and no mask. They're just touching it because that's what they did before the virus. Do you know what I mean? So it's almost like this this implied agreement that if they were not healthy enough to be handling the food, a mask isn't going to do it. Like that's sort of where my brain goes. Mostly I just buy the shit and get out of there. Like I don't even wait to pay. I just I go in, we'll do a little bit of cause part of it is because if there's only two people allowed in at a time, I'll go in, we'll look around, we'll make our decisions, I'll go back outside. And then if there's a single person, that person can then also go in where it's just a transaction. It's if they're packing things or whatever. And also, why do I need to be in that building any longer than I need to be? So blah, blah, blah. They don't wear, they don't wear masks. They don't wear them. And I would venture to say when Ethan comes home, he's going to say they weren't wearing masks behind the counter. I'll bet you I'll bet you nothing that they were not wearing masks behind the counter because so I really totally would welch on that bet.
0: The owner of the bakery, really. It's really just the two of them there today. Mm-hmm. I think, because he time to make the donuts. He got up early. He did the baking. And my son comes in and builds boxes. And once they open, he's the one, I'm assuming, I don't know. I'll find out later. But I was torn. And then I realized, you know, if as long as you're careful and you wash your hands constantly, you're going to be... I, I, there's the, the herd risk of, mentality. the risk
1: of tra- it's not the herd mentality. It's not that the risk of transmission is super, 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 super low among people who are practicing the right things. If you're wearing a mask, if you're washing your hands and you're practicing social distancing. And everyone else else around you is doing it too. The risk is crazy low, low if you're right. actively if you're actively shedding virus and or if you're sneezing and coughing and actively sick and doing nothing to protect yourself and exposed in that way. The risk is crazy high. So depending on where you fall in that spectrum, you've got to make choices for
0: yourself. Right. I was going the herd mentality set basically shares that you all need to get it to become immune to spread the immunity, um, and I. I guess part of me still thinks let's get out of this without it.
1: But I- <laughs> well, the herd mentality makes tons and tons of scientific sense based on everything we know to date. We don't know everything about this virus, how it is mutating, how it has mutated, how that it even behaves. That is my point. So, yes. so herd, me- so we can't even really rely on herd mentality as much right. as we would like it. So that was, that's why I was like, well, herd mentality, bro. you know, I don't know shit from Shinola. Here's what I know. There are, Ways that you can dramatically reduce your risk that are not up for debate. They're just facts. You can dramatically reduce your risk by doing back, baka baka baka. So I'm doing those things. Everything else is we got to look back 10 years from now and we'll know, oh, that one person was right. And weren't we all wrong? You know, that's we're not going to know. So in the meantime, I'm just going to focus on.
0: Right. I so when myself. people tell us, well, everybody's going to get it. Well, A, I don't think that's true. And B, What if 10 years from now we look back and say, well, now that everybody had or everybody who did have it has chronic lung problems, they have this. It could go in 10 different directions. So why would you give in? Why wouldn't you fight and wear a mask? And why would you give in to say, well, everybody's going to get it. I might as well. No, 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 no. So instead of being the crazy person in the house all the time because my family once again is up my ass about driving to Florida Wait a and minute. Being- You've got
1: well, go 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 go. Okay. So in the house, in the, you know, brilliant party of four, you have three now beating the Florida drum.
0: Yep. All three want to go. Explain to me. Explain to me
1: how this works with your husband's job.
0: He has six or seven consecutive days non-clinical, which okay. means
1: call he, only. Yeah.
0: Which is meeting after meeting after meeting after phone call, and everything is is from home he's Mm -hmm. been to work twice non-clinically since this started four meetings that he needed to run from a central location
1: sure yeah
0: and and he answers this is my favorite he answers complaints people complain all the time and the buck stops with him so you know that's when he turns and says hey guys could you shut the fuck up for half an hour or just not yell at me or yell or do something because i've had the whole world chomping on my dick
1: in ways i don't
0: like because yeah. I have to make this phone call and I really don't need you yelling at me or yelling at each other or could you just shut up for half well, an hour? Well I'm getting
1: ready I'm getting ready to shock you, Missy Curly Q. He's got more than a week off. Okay. Oh so my if god, he, I'm gonna if he has Well, I'm up. just gonna I'm gonna say so he if he has eight days, if he has eight days, you're gonna dedicate two of those to travel. So that means you've got six straight days of sunny skies And pool at nights. I don't know what the fuck you're doing in Snowtown. I really don't. I really don't. If nobody. Well, that's the other thing. If there is a eight week period that aligns with all the days off, zero school responsibilities, including tests. Nobody has any exterior commitments. Right. For whatever is cooking in your house. You need to fucking go. And I would. Venture to say this is a time to figure out how to take your dogs and pack up some, pack up some crates and bring them with you and do it and just do and see how you can do it with your pups. I would,
0: but I'm. Okay, I have three dogs that are batshit crazy. So that's at least two cars you want me to drive to Florida. There's no way we can pack our clothes.
1: Okay, fair enough. I forgot they wouldn't all fit. three And you don't want to set, you don't want to separate them. Like when they go to their. Do you have somebody come to the house to watch them, or do they well, go? that's to a, another thing the kennels
0: the kennels open tomorrow reopen tomorrow for boarding for whatever yeah boarding costs a million dollars, and I'm not crying poverty here, but my husband's job he's gonna not take salary to pay his employees <laughs> for coming to work before before he ever fires somebody lays them off furloughs them whatever it's a big the word consideration
1: uh, it's not crying poverty it's a big consideration even when you are in normal financial circumstances and it's fair to say these circumstances yeah it might sound like he's an emergency room doctor it doesn't work that way gang it's a very different model and shit's tight well guess what the other thing is it's very expensive to board your dogs when, anyway when you're high on the on the hog Right. So, yeah, so because there's three of them and the cost per day is as much as buying a new dog every day, <laughs> which might be a good strategy for you. I mean, I'm just putting that one out there.
0: I am not getting any more dogs. Um, I'm. You
1: heard it here I, first, kid. Get the timestamp. I think you should have somebody come into the house and enjoy your giant house and all of your logins and, you know, all of your everything. Give them the the house and watch the dogs.
0: Yeah. They have tests to take. And I don't feel like being in Florida is the routine they need to be in to study, to sit, to concentrate. If all of that stuff is, I told them, if all of that stuff is over, school's over, and we have another break, and there is no camp, because right now, yesterday, my son had a Zoom training to be an assistant counselor this summer.
1: Yeah, I, I got to tell you they're going to figure out a way to have camp. Are they? They have to, and here's why. It's a financial reality. They're going to they're going to find out a way to have camp with half as many ca- ca- campers in the buildings. They're going to figure out a way to pre-order tests and require tests of everybody before they arrive at camp and then treat the entire camp as a quarantine where nobody leaves it they're going to figure out a way if i don't have no idea what you pay for camp i can only guess that it's probably 70 billion dollars per minute per minute
0: they're going to figure out
1: a way to capture that they're not going to let that shit go because i've i can tell you on a simple level we live in a neighborhood as every other person on the planet does that has a neighborhood pool our neighborhood pool happens to be kind of bomb diggity Mack town is a very big deal. It's a very big neighborhood, right? So it's got all the crap. And not so confidentially, they've been saying things like, we can't guarantee what's going to happen over the summer, because we can't guarantee that we'll be able to open the tennis courts and the pool in the way that we normally do and the marina and all the other stuff. And if people decide they're going to wait to pay and or not pay, we're not going to open at all. We're just going to go away. Because we have to pay in advance. For all of the everything, the licensing, right. the lifeguards, the insurance, the booga. Bu- 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 it's a lot of dough that doesn't just grind to all the businesses that we know and lament and fear for and try to support and are watching limp along and are maybe in our own households keeping us up at night. All of those things that we're intimately familiar with don't even hold a candle to the institutional enterprise of a university, a private school. Uh, you know, camps that go all summer, a sports league. We've all, we've paid for summer sports. We paid for that in February. Right. And we ain't getting a refund. And guess what? There aren't going to be any tournaments. And guess why we're not getting a refund? Because we pay so our league can pay to invest in these tournaments. And then the tournaments don't happen and don't give you a refund because they've never not happened. So it's like zoop. And so how does that work? The trickle down zoop for, you know, so that's part of it. When you think of, there's some folks who have just total lost, sunk money. Not everybody chooses to buy the private event cancellation insurance. That there is such a thing. It's different than force majeure. You can you can pay to protect it. But who would fucking do that? Who pays yeah. for, you know? So anyway, blah, 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 blah. My point is they're going to figure out, Amy says, they're going to figure out a way to, have to, do, camp. to do camp. There's too many people flipping out over that in the same way that they're going to figure out a way to do camp fall university we've got word on Friday that they've figured out a way to do graduation for my kid for high school graduation and it's super sad we can't even read and it's not even finalized yet but we can't even read all of the oh look it came just read it out loud so everybody knows what it is couldn't even get through the email without actually physically crying reading the information and it's so horribly sad they're going to do a live quasi uh, It's just fucking sad. They're going to do something now in May, at the end of May. And then they're picking a date either in late August or on Thanksgiving weekend where they're going to do a proper um, different traditional ceremony because there's no there's no group photo there's no photos with your friends there's no parents there there's no everyone assembled they're going to have us in the parking lot and have build a stage on the soccer complex and have the kids one at a time walk across the soccer complex while the parents get to honk from their cars you don't even get to get out of your car and then they're going to do a parade of cars
0: honk from your car that's the theme of 2020 honk Um, from your car people
1: only yeah, I'm
0: fucking over it anyway
1: the the point of all of this stuff is when Amy, you're on a different huh?
0: don't worry, Amy, don't Car- worry, Carnival cruise lines are back up <laughs> as of August first oh Could you please tell me who's gonna take a
1: cruise? <sighs> I ever tried to again? be I tried to be supportive there's this little beautiful woman at our hair salon um May I was one of the lucky ones where it was within the last I would think it was May fourth fifth something like this I was last time I got my haircut March March fourth fifth something like this and she was talking and so nothing had been enacted yet nothing at all and she was maybe it was in late February and she was still talking about um, I've got a cruise coming up in two weeks and I'm just going to go. Everyone's telling me I should cancel it, but I just feel like I should go. And I just, I'm sitting there. I got fucking suds on me and I'm like, do you know what? And she's not my regular person. This was like a work in appointment. So anyway, and I just looked at her and I said, you got to make choices for yourself. Go live your life. What am I going to say to her? I'm not going to convince her to do something different than she's doing. So just be supportive. She'll figure it out. And lo and behold, you know when everything was shut down two or three weeks later and people are on the news floating in those death barges i was thinking i wonder if she's on that fucking cruise <laughs> it's awful it's but don't awful. worry
0: they'll they're back august 1st um again what makes you not wear a mask when everybody recommends it what, what makes, makes you, you decide a that you ship?
1: what makes you decide that even in non covid time it's okay to sit in a floating sardine can you know it's like getting in a hot tub with everybody in grand central station and stay in there for okay. a week
0: uh, okay if we were to leave coronavirus alone for a minute or 20, I want to ask you. Well, I do want to know a lot of things, but first let me say carrots. <laughs> Why do we buy those turd ass little carrots? Oh, I
1: can't help you there. They taste I, I like shit. I don't buy them. I okay. don't buy them. Hey, let me help you, let me help you up. Let me Here's what happens with those turdlets. They're not baby carrots. That's a marketing. I'm a marketing person. They're stunted. And that's, some, that's a market. They're, no, it's marketing bullshit. They're just cut carrots. They're just proper carrots that have been cut. To there is no. funny? There is no baby carrot. Do you think they all grow and such? Have you seen a baby carrot? They're very tiny. They're thin. They're, they're growing into a. Those are proper full-size carrots that have been trimmed into that fucking shape. And doused with water so they stay with that weird slimy outside. That's just a regular fucking lazy carrot. That's all it is. There are no fucking. Baby carrots are delicate and beautiful and have those little green tops on them. And they're narrow and long like a finger. They're delicious. And guess what else is delicious? A full-ass grown elephant trunk sized carrot that you cut up properly. And it tastes fucking sweet like the world it came from.
0: I don't know why society has fallen for the little nugget carrot bullshit because I've been getting those gazunda carrots from the Amish market and <laughs> scraping them. To, yeah, it's work. I admit I'm not a fan of the work involved in scraping those carrots down. And oh, I don't God have sake. a knife sharp enough to cut them correctly. Well, so that's I a always problem. come close to losing a digit. But I have to tell you, those full-size things, Thick, amazing elephant carrots are so good. And why did we fall for that bullshit of the nuggets?
1: We got to get out of that. We got to get out. Of it's a travesty. Now, let me let me break it down for you in terms of in terms of peeling the carrot. I take it that you have a vegetable peeler, at least yeah, one. A great do you have one, one, or yeah. do you have more than one?
0: I have a couple, but I have a great one.
1: Okay, so the one that you want to use. Is one that can peel in both directions. If you pull towards you, it peels. If you push away from you, it peels. Most of them do. Some of the, there's like a, only a few that don't. There there's some that have like a half C wide mouth, and there's some that's like a straight blade. Either one of those will work in this case. Mo- the majority of peelers would do this. Hold the carrot, take the peeler, start at one end, pull towards you. Do you push away when you peel, or pull towards you when you peel? I push away. Okay, so start by pushing away, and then at the end of that peel, before your blade leaves the carrot, maintain the pressure and pull it back, twisting the carrot. And do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again, again. you're done. So instead of pushing away, lifting up, returning the blade to start again to push away to take off one strip of peel, on that return, you're you're mowing the lawn twice. So peel the carrot forward, twist, peel the carrot back, twist, so that you're going shh, 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 shh.
0: Not only do I shh, 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 on half of it, I flip it over and shh, 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 on the other half. And I make one side flatter than the other, So when I put it down on the cutting board, it doesn't roll away and I lose a finger. So I have that's to flatten true. one side of my carrot.
1: Well, you could cut it in half and accomplish the same thing. I but can't that's
0: cut I'm it in... Oh, yes. But still, it rolls away. <laughs> like, my knives are not sharp okay. enough.
1: Well, Look, maybe you have mutant carrots that have become, uh, you know, self-actualized. They're so good.
0: <laughs> aim, they're so good. I do not know why I ever... Tiny mutant carrots. Like, I don't know where. Every- Sentient carrots. Yeah. Right. All
1: right. Knife coming your way. Check. Plus. Um, that's
0: terrifying. Uh, I right. need to
1: interrupt you. I know we're fixated on the carrots. I used your stick blender gift. You did. This week, and it What'd was you glorious. Weirdly, mashed potatoes
0: with a stick blender
1: because I don't have a little handheld blender cuz who fucking needs a bitch with that. So, and the 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 middle one was complaining, can we please the mashed potatoes? He's the only one that likes them. So, I was like, "Sure." And I have a hand masher which makes glorious mashed potatoes. He likes them so creamy that it's ridiculous. So, I was like, "Well, let's use this product." And it was perfect. They were like, "Quote, restaurant potatoes."
0: Oh, nice. Nice. It was like it was like a fluffy whipped sort of thick puree. That you could have used a straw to eat. Well,
1: I, I see not that, that your middle
0: child doesn't like to chew. <laughs> he just <laughs> wants to straw all of his food. That's right. Terrific. That's right.
1: He's a juice master.
0: In our house, my husband and I are looking for something we can do together in retirement. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So we came up with a hiking theory.
1: <laughs> it was for and you, though. It's for you and your husband
0: to do together.
1: That passed the test? Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah because i tried to convince him that going for a walk is hiking it's just a tiny i now right? i'm back
1: on board yeah okay. hiking involves some sort of an incline and proper shoes you're out you're already out so kind all right n- next all right next unless hiking is like hiking counts as we're walking through like a store that could be well, also hiking. that's that's
0: that's my question really um, we could walk through rei and then No, that really is my question, walking through stores. Um, Well, first thing I thought of, there are people, you know what an ornithologist is, right? A bird watcher, yes? Yeah. Is that a hobby you think my husband would embrace in retirement?
1: Unfortunately for you, I do, and here's why. I think that he would embrace anything that was of interest to you that engaged you. Okay, he would be I like, Okay, birds. we're going on macrame. And now sadly you would be in a competitive macrame tournament. <laughs> yes. Okay, there is no there is no stopping him. Once he's clicked in, you're fucked. So, but yeah, I think he would ornithologize with you. Do you
0: want to do that? No, I hate birds. Good. I absolutely hate birds. <laughs> but people make their whole lives about this. And it seems like something What like- are we talking about? Well, because I feel like it's something... Let's list the
1: other things that you are not going to do and don't like.
0: Well, is not that sound like something you could do from a sitting (laughs) position? My
1: parents have, on an amateur level, love this. They have a beautiful bay window right in the kitchen and massive bird feeders outside. And everyone from all over the planet comes to that little Shangri-La area. And they bought a book and some binoculars. And it's very fun identifying the different you know, neighborhood gangs that like to come. Isn't that great? That's fun. They're not hiking into the Andes with a bag of ketchup potato chips trying to figure out which one is the, you know, the warbly bellard snot snickler. That's not, they're two different kinds of things. Yeah, sitting in the kitchen and knowing who's coming into your backyard that isn't a dog, that's a nice thing to do. I don't know that it's really a an orn- 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 ornithology or ornithology. Or also maybe who cares? Next. <laughs>
0: So what about? Here's something I heard someone say that they do together in retirement, and I thought, book? does this does this is it count?
1: book? Is it book? Yeah, well. you got that. You're fine there. You've already got your hobby. All right, tell me your hobby. Go.
0: So you think sex is our retirement hobby? <laughs> well, it could
1: be. It could. Excellent. You could make. Uh, trust me. And if you if you tip him off that this is actually like a pastime as opposed to just an activity, you're gonna be in a tournament, as I mentioned, and you'll win.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lose but we'll win <laughs>
1: Somebody's gonna win
0: all right tell me your thing his favorite fortune cookie is woman who walk funny not always ride horse <laughs> so yeah that's his favorite that's his favorite fortune cookie wow. I'm like getting, that's getting sassy Get I'm like getting sassy at the tight end. that feels racist um so <laughs> <laughs> somebody said that they were a flea market slut oh God so you say what if no what if what we did was go from like flea market to flea market and and look at stuff and and see what you've got a
1: better chance of being a proper flea market slut going from flea market to flea market and like being swingers than you do actually being flea market people
0: you're picking through filthy old trash that does not sound appealing yeah your house is not
1: made up of this stuff You're picking, you're literally picking through filthy, old, quote, vintage trash (laughs) because you're looking for a find. And when you find it, it's filthy and old of value, but it was still nestled amongst the filthy old trash. That's how these things work. That's why... It, it's so fantastic when you find the antique, the something, the marvel, the thing that just needs to be scrubbed for six months and then painted and restored on Repair Shop on Netflix, brought into your home for,
0: you know, I only paid a nickel for this. And it turns out it's worth $8. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's still tremendous. My neighbor at a Pickup this week, Trash Pickup, had a teeny tiny table and three teeny tiny chairs, wood chairs. And table. And I said to my daughter, You could really paint that and make it something beautiful and give it as a gift to someone. Like we have a friend, my friend Monica has a three year old who we could absolutely give this three and a half year old who we could give this table and chairs to after she paints it and puts like a fire truck on it or whatever he really likes because she's super artistic. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, I'm going to go through my neighbor's trash and take something they threw away. And then I thought, I'm going to be a, I don't know, flea markets. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't. These, if don't I can't- sound,
1: these don't sound like you. Picking up somebody else's
0: trash, I'm all in. I Look, love it. I, I, I got no problem with that. I need this relationship to last. Amy, dear listener, what can I do with my partner in retirement that keeps us together besides eat? No, you got
1: to focus on eating. I think you guys should embrace cooking. You're both marginally good at it but you love eating. Don't make we that love face. Eating. I'm you not love good at eating. cooking. You love eating. So it's you are yeah you are. Chocolate banana bread?
0: Shut oh, up. Come on, that's not cooking.
1: Well, how did they get here? Yes it is. Fucking you.
0: That's three ingredients together. To, what happened to what
1: happened to chicken Freeman? Oh, that's pretty good.
0: Suck a dick. Okay, so you guys love to eat. We do. Right? We do. You want to a- see and, the extra there 15 is, pounds? And there is
1: there is a depth and breadth of information and awareness that he can he can rabbit hole into in the idea of becoming a cook, right? In terms of technique, in terms of proper this, in terms of controversies, all the shit that he can get mired in, you can go to the stores and buy the freshest, most luscious, delicious, and then you bring it home. And now you're like Demi Moore in that in that Swayze in the kitchen
0: molding a piece of something and you get to eat it. That's your job. That's it. Why is that not it? Um, the, the main reason I feel like that's not it is I will eat anything usually, but recently, meaning in the last two years, when I've cooked something using meat, I want to vomit. It really disturbs me cooking meat. Okay. Then then don't cook meat. You could still
1: do this. You could be a vegan. You could become Pashmina. I don't know who a vegan chef is. You could, you could, and it doesn't have to be vegan. Just doesn't have to be meat. I think cooking is, is a good one for you. I'm not kidding with cooking. I think that's right. Uh, I think that you could get into agility training. <laughs> I don't know oh, why you're laughing dogs. with the dogs, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. not parkour oh, like, agility not training. Par- agility <laughs> training with the dogs. It is super fun, and it is it's got all of that um, competitive depth and breadth and nerdliciousness and it's competitive. It's repetitive. It's physical. It's outside. It's with your pups who you love and it's you get engaging to keep, each other
0: and you get to keep hot dogs in your pocket.
1: You get to keep hot dogs or bacon in your pocket, whichever little, little candy treats or something for the pups. It's so peanut butter. It's so fun. It's super fun. And going to those events is fun and they're all over the place. That's a fun one. I would say that's a good thing for because you could do it together and it's a lot. It takes a long time. You know, I know that you have hobbies that he's probably not interested in. You know, the the knitting. Is it knitting
0: that you do? I I used to knit. I brought out a a skein of yarn the other day during Force Family Fun when we were watching a movie. And Ethan looked over and said, you doing that shit again?
1: Oh, fuck you, Ethan. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to knit a noose. That's I'm a like little, that's no, a I guess rough, not. <laughs> and not very, not very effective. But still, yeah. So I don't, I don't think Stewart's gonna take take up the needles with you. Like I don't right. think you guys are gonna be knitting buddies, right? And but, I don't necessarily
0: uh, want to fish because I'm kind of disgusted about the whole. I'll sit in yeah. a boat, but I don't want to look. Yeah, but that's not.
1: You're not doing it together. But that's you, you're not doing it together. That's you attending his thing. Right. That's the problem. So that doesn't work. And no, right. nobody wants to start golf. It's another. It's too fucking expensive, and you just don't need that shit in your life. So I guess what I'm. Another one is, think of the things that you both like. Music. Okay, well, if you don't want to create music together, if you don't want to learn an instrument together, if you don't want to be, pre- be the actual maker of the music, ah. look in becoming a producer. Find, at, find Or look at, make concerts your hobby, that you want to go to every concert. I love art. I had this wild hair, and nobody will join me with it, where I wanted to go in one year, I wanted to have all of us go to at least one art location like either an art museum preferably but like an, an art location in every state in the country I thought I was like let's do it in one year we can in do it in one year yeah and they wouldn't do it and I said okay how about in ten years and they're like Haha, sit down mom so I, I had this you know how people have those campers where they put the little things on all the states where they've camped you yeah. guys could do this with music you could have concerts everywhere you could have you could do it with like you go through some people go through wines and wine regions you could go through music in terms of live music and and recorded music if you like movies you could become movie producer all the things that you can do look at the hobbies that you already have the things you enjoy and figure out an in with that stuff I think that's where to go but it can't be one where it's your deal and he's attending with you or it's his deal and you're tagging along because that shit that's no different than shopping on a Saturday when it's not quarantine that's just that's like what the fuck is this shit you got to be in it together you got to both be in it together and so I like the idea
0: of music and movies but there is no cardio in that and uh, <laughs> it's a bonus. Well, I like it because there's a toilet real close at all times, <laughs> and that's a requirement <laughs> for me. That's a requirement of a hobby. Like that's a hey, I because especially if eating is part of it, and if I I don't know, I I like to have, I like to you know, I like to know where I can <laughs> be at any given moment or shadub. Wow. All right, right. Okay. All right so, okay. So, all right, you've given me things to think about and to talk to him about, and I appreciate that. Um, the last couple of nights we've woken up and either Stuart's been mad at me or he's been incredibly frisky. And I thought, what the fuck is going on? And he said, I had this dream that was so real that, Either I cheated on him and he was furious with me when he woke up. Like normally if I get in the shower and I come out, the bed is made or like something happens or he he'll take out iced tea for me. He'll do a kindness in the morning if we're home together. And now we are. (laughs) Um, So there's usually a kindness or something thoughtful. And he's kind of being a dick. Like he was just not completely himself. And I'm like, what is going on with you? He's like, well, I have to tell you last night you cheated on me. And I said, I have to tell you, no, I didn't. (laughs) I have to tell you how the (laughs) fuck would that have even happened? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, it might have been a dream. Might have. Okay, honey. It might have been a dream, (laughs) but it felt so real. And I'm like, yo, this, I don't want to say this sounds like a you problem, but it seems you're inventing shit to be mad at me about. And if you need something, I haven't done laundry in, I can't tell you how long, that's not true, I literally do laundry every day, and I don't mind it in quarantine, this is the first time, I don't mind, somebody puts in a load, I don't mind folding, is that a drop, somebody puts in a load? Um, Yeah, they
1: do, yeah they do.
0: (laughs) I don't mind moving it over, folding it, I don't even mind anymore, and I don't know why something's clicked or changed, but no, I have plenty of reasons for you to be mad at me, none of which is the fact that in your dream last night, i I cheated on you. It didn't happen. Move on. So have you ever had dreams like that that are so real that you either wake up needing deep dicking or you wake up needing to kill someone? Like is do you have dreams like that because we've been going through it?
1: Well, first of all, I don't know anybody who who ever wakes up not needing deep digging so okay that's, fair that's enough a, that's a hey but fair enough. you've heard this story before and when I tell you it'll it'll ring a bell yeah I've, I've had a I've had a quite memorable cheating dream I've had more than one I have wackadoo dreams and I, I remember them down to the letter for days I have very vivid Ram. dreams and they're crazy and they're nuts so but the cheating one that I had was early on in our relationship with said hubba dub we weren't married yet Ooh, you sinners and we were in bed together sleep and in a sound sleep I was dreaming that he was cheating on me and he was telling me in the dream I didn't even catch him or maybe I caught him but he was saying yeah what so what like it was that it was that was his answer to cheating on you it was it was not only did I do it and also, what are you going to do about it? And fuck you. Like, that's how it was like, yeah, of course I did. Like, it was the worst. It was super, not like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. Oh, but baby, how can I get back in there? But, but, but. No, I was like, yeah, what? Like, bring me some other fucking problem. That was exactly how it was. And I got, and I'm asleep, baby. And he's asleep next to me. And I got so mad. I went, in the dream, I went, Roar! like that. And in real life? I rolled over and bit him on the shoulder blades and drew blood. I sunk my teeth into his fucking shoulder. Wow. And I took a chomp out of his While back. While he
0: was sleeping.
1: Yeah. And so he burst out of the bed, right? <laughs> this is the best part. So he burst out of the bed and turns around and faces the bed and he starts doing the the football thing where he puts his hands up and he's doing it. He's doing like he's running the line, oh my God. like he's like 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 he just got knocked down from a tackle. He's <laughs> he jumps up and he's going huh, 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 and it's, and his you know <laughs> he's like what the fuck you know so <laughs> head on a swivel. There's, there's blood. There's blood dripping down his back and his knees are pumping. You know he's like let's go, let's go, let's go. So it was very and then he's like what the fuck? And then I'm like okay, I would explain. i was like well that
0: was very mean. <laughs> And when he left the house for six months? We did get, get married.
1: Him? We did get married. Normally I would have dreams like, uh, and I would call out. In the, that's the other thing is I talk in my sleep. So you sort of know what's going on. It's like sometimes I'll call out, um, you know, I'm very angry because one time I, my favorite is I yelled out cabinet members because evidently they weren't listening
0: to me. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart does another, that
1: too. Yeah, another, another favorite was when... Um, I started yelling, actually yelling because people were talking during a lab and I had to, I was missing the instructions for how to do a lab. I haven't taken a science lab in, in, a, in, a, in a, my entire years. So I don't know what that was about. Anyway, bit him in the fucking back for cheating in pretend town in my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm not making your bed this morning, Melissa.
0: Yeah. You're lucky really you didn't get, me. Ble- you're lucky he didn't get a scalpel. That shit's real. We don't get that, keep shit's that real. shit in our house. We just that not Wait, that's Shits not what we do here. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. He yeah, has is. the last few nights also turned to me because I stay up later than he does, and he's sleeping and I'm watching TV in bed, and and he'll glassy eyed sit up and look at me every night. He sits up and he looks at me and he goes, "Are you ready to switch sides?" And is
1: I'm that- looking.
0: Is that something you actually do or is he no, like in crazy? No, never. We've okay. never switched sides of our bed. We've never switched never in our lives. You ready like, to switch fuck sides? What the is this? Okay. You need to switch sides? Switch sides? Switch sides. So I told him about it and he smiles and I'm like, "Do you remember this?" He goes, "None of it. I've never said that to you in my conscious." I'm like, "I did know." Did you actually switch the side though or did you say yes
1: and then he rolls over and you're done? Like or did you actually get up and switch with him? Or did I you say, ne- "Shut up, Stuart." That's what I
0: say. I say. <laughs> I'm so sad I say, shut it, up, Stuart. Once I said, because it was after I told him about it and he still did it. I said, yeah, let's go. So he goes to get out of bed. I'm like, lay the fuck down. I am not switching <laughs> sides with you. All yeah, my shit is cute. here. You're terrible. I that have man. M&Ms in my bedside drawer. I have, I'm not switching sides you. If you're going to make him
1: wake up and get out of bed, send him on an errand that's productive. Say, yeah, go get me
0: some M&Ms or something. And then he'll walk downstairs. No, I already have use that. Your,
1: use your TikTok. Big brain. Come on.
0: I learned that from Jessica. I keep mini M Ms in my bedside table. Oh, I mean, it ain't no bridge mix, but you know, that's that's not my speed anyway. It's not for M&Ms
1: me. M Ms are a travesty of justice. But
0: um, okay. I agree. If you're looking for chocolate, but if you're a girl who's hooked on texture, yeah, it's exactly. They're too tiny. They're. To it's exactly right, what I, guess I need. So
1: I guess so. To me, they feel like an ingredient.
0: Right? Uh, um, they can be. Maybe I should put them in my banana bread. Hey, yeah,
1: that's a cookie ingredient. Hey, Amy. Hey, do
0: do hey, you hey. still... Hey, Amy. Hey. hey. Hey, Amy. Do you still give gifts to your parents?
1: No. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not when I'm supposed to. I give them things apropos of nothing. Like, if we're doing something, I'll be like, here, take this thing. But when it's, you know, today is Mother's Day and I have sent an a card or gift. So I'll call... So it's, I'm not very, they put the kibosh on, I don't want a gift from you. I don't want this. Please stop it. You kids don't spend your money. They make such a horrible fuss. So if it's a milestone birthday, we we do the shut up, you're taking it and I don't want to hear it and be happy, which is so loving. But yeah, holidays where you give gifts like Christmas. Nope. Nope. They get, they get a little, we'll give something tiny, but not even that consistently. I tend to give it in the middle of the summer when we're coming over and then we bring this thing or, or you know what? We thought we loved this thing, and we thought you guys would love it too. So here it is. That kind of a thing. Other than that, no, I don't. No, no. mm -mm.
0: I I think my life has turned into that. Like when your birthday comes and goes, and you don't get a gift for me, but you have a hand mixer. Like I, I see things and think of people, and I do. I gift that way. I I give more gifts than
1: anybody, and I am so grateful to be the recipient.
0: Yeah, you give a lot of gifts, but you're right. But not for birthdays or Like I don't think uh -uh. wait save because I have. Saved and then totally forgotten and then stumbled upon and being like, yeah, I can't have this ever happen again because that was a waste of and I still gave them nothing for. And... It's like
1: food in the back of the pantry at a certain point.
0: Or here's the worst one clothes that you donate with tags on them because your kids outgrew them that makes me fucking angry I'm saving this for the perfect occasion which never happens you want to wear this million dollar dress that I got you for a for a party that we went to wear it every day do whatever you want with these clothes if you ruin it you know you'll wear it ruined I, I don't even care anymore because when I donate clothes that have tags on them it's heartbreaking there that we know there is
1: no winning With items of value that have gone unvalued. There's no winning because you can't give it away to even a friend. They feel like they have to pay for it. You feel like you want them to pay for it, but you're not going to take a dime. Stop it. So it's nobody wins in that scenario. You don't want to give it away to the place that you wish it was going to go to someone deserving, but really they're just going to sell it. And you feel like you're the sucker that paid money for nothing that's going to go to somebody else's profit. And in my house, I wait for like two years thinking, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it to somebody for some fraction of it all. Even if you do sell it, it's such a hassle and you don't make anything back except a headache. If there's no, or in my case, you have an entire room dedicated
0: to the shit that you're somehow ever going to sell, that don't sell. There's no winning. There's no winning. I had, um, you know how I take people in the way i take in dogs somebody was living with me at one point when we it's were like moving I,
1: it's like i take in, it's like i take in calories yeah
0: you take in people oh my god um and she said to me i'll list all of this stuff that you want to sell on ebay and i said and you can have half of the profits for whatever you sell that's a lot she sold nothing. that's a that's a
1: mortgage oh
0: She still what she didn't do it she didn't do it she didn't do it so
1: everyone really hates it even the people who stand to benefit even
0: the people who have nothing to lose only gain don't even do it so
1: i don't know i have three people off the top of my head in my sphere who it's almost like a it's almost like a game to them or a hobby to them i guess they would never describe it that maybe it's a compulsion maybe it's just how they're wired but they do the clicky click post post sell sell get, get, get. I mean people to the point where they're accepting like two and three dollars for stuff on a porch pickup these are people who have no business dicking around with two and three dollars that comes down to it's the principle of the thing or well if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna get something for my time it's like no what you I gonna ranted do your, about that yeah, so I ran stupid. I did that was a so,
0: People I hate. I remember that I remember show. that you need yeah. two bucks and that's, for four pairs of shorts Are you no and that's and I'm
1: me? and I'm overstating it I'm that's in the case of I bought a you know a woman bought an Abercrombie it's not the one uh, anthropology sweater and it never really fit right and so sell it for five bucks that kind of a thing it's like oh that's a good deal for somebody but at the same time it's like that point it's five bucks to give it the fuck away that's different and that that's the same person who is a furniture It's an overstatement to say a furniture restorer, but she would scour the endless yard sale to find the the Chippendale piece that is a hidden gem and then have it lacquered. And then, oh, my God, it's the most beautiful thing. And I mean, she's legit. She does it. But it's like that's a lot of trash walking. And then the other person and then the other person is uh, a handful of these other people are are early adopter technology people. So they buy the thing before it actually really works. They're the first one out of the gate, the first one in line. Use it. And then the next generation comes along or they decide it's dumb or 15 knockoffs come along and then they sell the original one for a fraction of what they paid, but still enough that it buys the next thing that buys the next thing that right. so they're constantly doing like keep the packaging. That's kind of smart. Kinda- I mean, that's- yeah, but that's also I mean, I've got that drawer of. Of iPhones. I can't even, honestly, my iPhone was getting a little buggy and I went to the drawer in our house and picked another one. We have so many. We've got five people who live here. All of them have, all of them have one that gets passed around or upgraded or passed down or this one or got sort of broken, but not broken enough to throw away. So they're all in there. I'm not saying I've got a great iPhone, but I've, I've got a fucking drawer of iPhones that I can go to. I, I, have that,
0: I have that iPod, that 256 gigabyte with the turntable on the front. I have that old oh, iPod yeah. that is full of all of the Napster music we stole <laughs> the day. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, we got a couple of them. It's white and it's starting. Ours has got like a gummy case on it somehow. Here, yeah. ready
0: for this? Mine, mine is black and it has it still has the plastic coating on the front that's peeling at the edges because... And don't
1: ever sell it. Brian and Brian at one point either threw out or sold in college. When he went to college, they were issued the original uh, Macintosh with the little rainbow apple where the whole thing had a disc. It was like that yellowy, orangey, beige, and you stuck the disc in the front. We had that for years and just either got rid of it or whatever. Those things, they're, they're of intrinsic value now. DJs love those spin ones, I'm told for uh, the iPods I don't know why
0: I don't even know where I could plug it in because that music we're not legally licensed to own or so I only can charge it and listen I definitely cannot add anything to it, but it, it was it was pretty full like I, I definitely think we came close to that 256 whatever probably not even close um I know I, I
1: routinely blasted it out and had to dump shit I can never really it never had an, it never had enough storage for me you know me in music anyway
0: Amy what are you watching
1: well, uh, I'm going to reference back to our s- prior episodes, and two threads come to mind. Number one, I'm not a quitter, unless I say who. I'm not a quitter.
0: Does that mean and you watch two, Dave? Does that mean you watch Dave? Two,
1: no, I'm still in the throes of Dave. Fuck it. you. I've watched two episodes of Dave. It did start to get funnier when the oh parents God, showed up.
0: So, oh, my God. It
1: wasn't funny so until funny. the parents showed up, and then that was really funny. So, anyway, um, I'll, I'll give it. I'm not a quitter. I'll watch. So, uh, we watched Hunters from one to finish. Okay. So we've got all the way through. And it's, it's, it, they, after the first two or maybe three, they really move away from all of these flashbacks to let's in graphic detail show you why these evil people are evil. It's like, I got it. I got there when you said Nazi. I don't need to see it. Right. right? Fast forward. It's awful. They stopped going back there and they focused on how can we kill the Nazis now? And that's where I'm engaged. Right. That's what I want to see. And it was actually, (laughs) it was good. And you had tipped me off because of Stuart's, and Brian blames the Amazon interface that Stuart started accidentally on episode eight. And you guys watched it thinking it was the first episode. And that's the reveal episode of the entire fucking season. And I'm like, what the
0: (laughs) fuck (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I finally
1: got to episode eight and I'm like, well, okay, I guess some of it. What I had guessed was wrong. I guessed that uh, everything was going to be tied to the TV guide. Because the first three episodes, they kept focusing on a TV guide with numbers on it. Everybody had a TV guide with numbers on it. They were referencing it like a catalog. And I was like, there's something with the shows. And I seem to remember in real life, there's being something about a paperclip and a TV guide. Like, I remember that these were in, somewhere in my brain that these were things that actually happened. Anyway, we watched that all the way through. And it begins to get interesting in the characters now, as opposed to the, and the, and the sort of modern interpretation of horror and violence, as opposed to the very graphic, very real, highly triggering, awful, you know, it gets into that kind of comic book violence. Right. So watch that. And, you know, that's good. Um, that was, that's of recent memory. And then I'm trying to think, cause I've been watching a whole bunch of other stuff, but it's out of my head. What are you watching? What do you got?
0: I have three things that um, oh bring it bring it. Bring we're it, bring still it, working it. our way through atypical, which is really well written and and charming and delightful, and I really do like it. Um, but the second season of Dead to Me dropped on Friday, so I we loved Dead to Me. Oh, I I so loved season one, and I wanted to watch season two, and I forgot
1: that just it, started. That it,
0: hit. it just started. I got to do it. So get in on that. Um, Prime has a show called Upload, which is about um, it's that Robbie Amell. You, did you ever watch Arrow? Do you remember the TV show Arrow?
1: Uh, I have a friend who loves it, and my kid said it was great, so I've seen that it green was, thing. in
0: you, you must also like. But I never it was great. It. it was great. His bro, his little brother is also an actor. He's been in lots of things, and nothing comes to mind right now, but. <laughs> But he's in a Yes. Upload. His legacy is vast. Vast. Um, just not with me. So he uh, instead of dying, you have a choice to upload your consciousness to a yes. retirement community that you yes. pay for. And you,
1: yes, yes. And you go to the mini bar and you go to the window and magically I don't like that it's winter, so I make it summer. Yes. And the mini
0: bar is filled with Taco Bell, and yes. Yes. Um I'm pretty sure Taco Bell paid to have an ad in this Prime series. So yeah, so we all, the whole family, actually, not together, but independently all watched Uploads. Stuart's almost finished, and it was adorable. I really liked it. Oh, something we could do together, watch TV? Is that a retirement activity?
1: No, but that's a good one. And movies, I already said, because you guys love movies, and you should do more of it, but it's it's also, um, I think you get, need to get involved in making and creating. You need, to have, you need to have some hand in it beyond just, consuming is a loaded word, beyond just receiving the art. I mean, I think you need to, in some way, for it to be a hobby, it needs to be about, because it, yeah, it needs to be about more than just an entertainment factor, you know? So anyway, no, I what I, I raised my hand because I was like, oh, I remembered something we did together for Mother's Day. We celebrated it a day early just because we did. So last night, uh, Rocco picked, he's been wanting us all to watch a show together because he wanted everybody to see it and it was never the right time. So I was like, let's do it. So we watched, it's a four show, four, just four episodes. Of the Clone Wars from Star Wars. And I don't know which four they are. I'll have to put it in the show notes. Because um, it said it's his favorite character. And it's this and that. And it's better written than the movies. And it reads like a movie. And this and that it explains all this other stuff. And we watched it. And it was actually it was pretty good. It was It was interesting that he was so deeply engaged in it. And the whole idea is that even though it's animated... The cinematography is so much better than what they do in the movies. The writing is so much better, and if you're a Star Wars geek, this is people say that the, these four episodes of the Clone Wars are actually better than the latest movie. I say no. He says yes.
0: I say who? I say no. Um. All right, I'll put that on my list. I love all things. Of the wars, I mean, we just rewatched the Rise of Skywalker together, and it was—I mean, I—that's the
1: one he takes. That's the one he takes great issue with. He says that these four, yeah, and I'm like, you're just so wrong. And the difference is, (laughs) well, he grew up. He grew up with the idea of the Clone Wars as the as what we think of as a New Hope right oh. it is that seminal pivotal the first that's story, how he yeah. fell in love with it and there's a whole generation okay. of Star Wars fans who absolutely agree because the story is very specific and and really layered and it's led by a female character Ahsoka who is a Jedi who actually gets disillusioned with everybody she gets disillusioned with the dark and the light and walks away from both so she becomes this kind of She's she fights on the side of one and then fights on the side of the other. And then she's like, fuck all y'all and peace out. I and like so that. That's, yeah. And he's like, that's real. She's a badass. And bracka, 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 bracka. And there's talk of bringing her character back into. And it all has to do with Mandalorian culture. Talk of bringing her <gasps> character into Mandalore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So it's actually it's like it's a
0: lot of backstory for the tropes that we know. Bracka, brack. It's good. It is. Good. I loved it. Um. So dead to me upload. We also started watching a book that I made Stuart read called Defending Jacob. Mm. And it is Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery from Downton Abbey.
1: Downton Abbey. Yeah. Yes.
0: So they are both fantastic. And their son is like this little mini Harry Potter. And he's Jacob. And it was a book that rocked me to my core that I made my husband read. Also, every four or five years, this person, I don't remember what what periodical it is, comes around to Stuart and says, gives, an, interviews him, and they say, uh, the last question, what are you reading? What What's the last thing you read? And he shits his pants because the first time 20 years ago when she asked him, he said, the firm <laughs> And <laughs> And we were like, oh, uh, we're going to need to do something about that. Because the reading he does is clinical. Like, he doesn't yeah, so much. It's like,
1: yeah, it's like, what's the last uh, Journal of the American Medical Association? Uh,
0: rashes that are most uncommon in the Northeast. Like, yeah. I-, I don't know that you want to hear. The COVID-19 epidemiological report from yes. two hours ago. Yeah. Right. Not. So I don't know that you really want him sharing. Mad magazine. His last, yeah. Right? <laughs> he's like, the firm? Like, uh, from 1980? Hustler? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the credit card bill and Melissa's in trouble. So- in a total, in a total
1: tangent, in a total tangent, I downloaded those dirty stories that I was mentioning all those times ago. Remember I said there's that person that's doing the audio stories. It was on, um, I heard it on a podcast Advertised. I didn't know who it was. It was called Dipsy. And so I was talking, we've got to do something. What should we, let's do something because we we're watching these TV shows together and Better Call Saul and all the rest of this stuff. And I said, I'm going to do it. I downloaded the app and then I was too chicken to to actually play any of them so I have when I said hustler so I have this whole thing where I downloaded it onto my phone which is a big deal but it's wants you to sign in and I'm like I'm not signing in I right you don't get it. any so I got that far <laughs> so in our yeah house- I'm not reading I'm not reading hustler I'm too I'm too timid to even download fucking dipsy which isn't even porn
0: it's like it's like saucy tales audio tales in our house when I download an app everybody gets it on their device
1: yeah, that could be another problem for me. So that's another reason I deleted it immediately. I don't
0: think they get it. I think because we all have different logins, right? In your
1: family plan. Everybody has a login. yeah Yeah. So I can see their history. And if you've en- enabled them to have equal footing with you, they can see yours. But I'm a parent and they are not.
0: Yeah. If I download a game, which I've been doing because I, you know, hit the board as fuck. and right. And I play it for five minutes. I hate it. I delete it. They're accumulating on my kids' phones. <laughs> All these apps that I've been downloading—they're like, Mom, what the fuck? What Which th- game? Which game do you play? Which oh, game? I did every. There's a, a human stack game, and then Mallory's like, I love this one. I'm like, you're killing. Sounds people. awful. What's a human? You're stacking humans. You what are. Is- it's a race where you're running and you jump, and when you jump, you land on someone's shoulders, and then that person jumps, and then you have to get oh, over something. So at it's the like end. a totem. Yes, but they, but. If you don't jump at the right time, people fall off and die. And it was too disturbing to me. So I deleted I, it. I'm super not into that. Okay. Right. Next. So, but now the kids have like seven new apps on their phones and like, mom, what the fuck? And I don't have any of them anymore, but they're just. I utilizing. like fishdom,
1: which is basically, I don't know, Candy Crush, but is I think that it's the one, same.
0: No, that's so. not the one where that you have to get the fish through the water maze. That's the
1: one that I wanted to download. Yeah. I keep They keep sending me these ads. And yeah. like, pull the pin or burn the guy. Yeah. and every, Those are all fake. Those are all a mini game within a game because I've oh. downloaded every single time. And they're like, this is the game you're looking for. And you click it and you have to go through like eight levels of storytelling Delete. mode. With Delete. some tool where it's like, can you plug this into the socket? No, I fucking can't. I do that in my real life, you idiot. Delete. Why would I want to do this on it? Yeah, no. So Fishdom is basically... Um, It is little shapes that you match, and they explode, and then they they give you a pring, and you go on to the next one. So it's it's and there's I don't do any of the teams business, but somebody roped that I don't know. I'm on like some Russian team, honestly. Uh, They roped me into the team, and because they
0: give you they give you little rewards. (laughs) Oh my God! You are exactly who they look for. <laughs> exactly- I'm not having
1: any communication with them. I'm, they're not changing my mind by sending me a star on the on the you know springtime level. You're not I think aware we're o- that they're doing it. I think we're
0: okay. It. I super think we're okay. They have I- mind control. You have no the name idea. The, the
1: name of the team is having fun. That's the name of the team. I think we're okay. Russian bots. That's great.
0: That's great. So we're also watching Defending Jacob, which I highly recommend. I don't know that I can go there, honey. I don't know that you should. No, but it scares me. It's really, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. so we're watching that too. And Dave is over and I'm super sad because the last episode was fucking brilliant. It was so great. All right, I'll get there. I can't believe it. it. Um, I had a really big question for you, kind of like, are you a quitter for this episode? But we've really reached the end of our episode. So I'm going to give you something to think about for next week. Oh, I love it. Which could be dangerous or or yes. All right. So what I want to know from you, we've talked about our fears before. Um, I think I talked about our fears when Jessica was on the podcast before it became this incarnation. Um, So so our next episode, we are going to talk about our fears a little bit, but really what holds you back? Yeah, it's a it's a list Um, and it might not be a long list, but it's going to be a powerful list because obviously if it's what holds you back, it's significant enough to to delve into a little bit. So
1: it's going to be a real toe tapper, guys.
0: So that'll just be a piece of it. But I do want you to think about, and dear listener, I want you to think about what you're watching. Just kidding. Um, What (laughs) holds you back? What is keeping you from something? Whether that something is being wildly successful or I don't know, being on time when you go places or whatever it is that's holding you back, only you know from what, but what is it that's holding you back? Um, it's funny. I downloaded one of those games and I started to play it and it had a timer and I don't know if you used to listen, but perfection, I can't handle a timer at all. Like that is, that is something that I'm just not made to handle. So as that's the first app I deleted because it's like three, two, I, even my kid turns to me and says, can you hand that to me? And, and I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll get that. And he goes five four I'm like no. you're gonna you're gonna fucking no die. I will choke you to death <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do not good feeling going. yes yes no. and now you have to get it yourself because you just gave me a countdown exactly yeah forget it
1: there is no way in the world none
0: yeah so that's the reason I deleted that but but what what holds you back besides uh even that 60 minutes that doesn't hold you
1: back that sets you off there's two totally different. This is a this is territory that I trod daily and know well. So I don't have a solution, I but I can at least identify the problem. So maybe you can help me with that. All right, let's do time. that
0: next week. Um, dear listeners, if you'd like to interact with us, there are too many ways to do so, and <laughs> the fact that you're choosing not to is just fucking offensive. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> we are on the we social. We give and give and give. <laughs> It's Mother's Day for fuck's sake. Give back. <laughs> you can reach us on all the socials. Ah, if you go to listen brilliant at listen brilliant, or if you would like to just hashtag us, listen brilliant, we will see what you have to say. Uh, you can also email us. Observations at gmail.com. We would love to hear anything. We'd love to hear anything <laughs> other than fucking crickets. <laughs> So we're that's here right. for you. Prove that's that you're right. here for us.
1: That's we know you're out there. We see the downloads. Time to start talking.
0: Yeah. Fess up. <laughs> we, we've we come to the wrap it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. And we want to wish you a happy belated Mother's Day and a happy early send your kid to Florida day. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. let us yep. know what you're
0: thinking. Thanks for listening, dear listener.